I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. In today's episode, episode 35, I'm actually going back to go forward. Because if you recall at the end of episode 33, where I did the story, I did say that it was part one of a two-part episode. In this episode, episode 35, um, I'm going to be digging deep into bringing your story and your delivery to life. It just needs a little bit of a clarity around that. Episode 33 was focused on the importance of using a story within your presentations and your deliveries. It was initially intended to be a two-part episode with episode 34 focused on the language that we use, the way in which we uh, deliver our speeches to incorporate all of the different learning styles. However, the world kind of stopped turning with coronavirus and it meant that I felt it was vital to have a lockdown episode. So if you haven't yet listened to it, go back listen to episode 34 showcasing how us public speakers need to focus on making money during a lockdown lockdown and using your presentation skills um but back now to episode 35 so apologies for the intermission um in this episode i am going to be sharing with you how you can incorporate every type of person and every different learning style when you're communicating with people even though you might feel like you have nothing in common with them So firstly, it's important that you understand who you are, what your delivery style is, what your your default setting is. And the first time I can recall doing this wasn't actually focused around public speaking. It was in a a training course um, where I learned the DISC profiling system. And I don't know if anyone has come across this before. DISC being D-I-S-C. I always want to throw a note at the end of that. Um, So the DISC profile. Um, For those of you who don't know what it is, is it focuses on the main four personality profiles. The D standing for dominance. The I for influence. The S for steadiness. The C for conscientiousness. And the DISC profile. So this is based on a concept that was created by Dr. William Marston in the 1920s. Um, It is absolutely still relevant today. And Marston was a physiological psychologist. So he was studying this subject. He was looking at profiling um, and the personality types that each of us has. And then although he didn't create the DISC profile tool, it was created based upon his lessons and his learnings. And what it is, is a system that identifies and splits into four different categories, four different main characteristics, four different main types of personalities. I'm going to go through each one of these for you and explain then the importance of firstly understanding what your style is and secondly, how you can then incorporate all of the other learning styles into it. So the D stands for dominance. Now, someone who is dominant or has dominance as a feature is someone who's usually quite focused on challenges and accomplishments on they're quite results driven and a dominant person will usually be someone who appears outwardly quite confident quite outgoing and usually they're the type of people who are like big picture thinkers they can often be quite direct or quite blunt even in the way you know to the point in the way that they deliver their their presentations their pitches their speeches in the way that they speak Um, but they're always keen to accept the challenge now a dominant kind of person to give you an idea if you're maybe thinking oh I don't really know who that could be 
some examples of some famous people who would fall into this category are people like Donald Trump, Margaret Thatcher, those kinds of stoic politicians, or people like Simon Cowell, Gordon Ramsay, quite driven, determined, but quite um, to the point, direct in the way that they deliver. Maybe now you're thinking, well, yeah, that's me. That's absolutely me. If your natural style is dominant, then that's absolutely fine. And you will automatically connect with other people of a similar learning style or personality. And this episode is about how to understand it firstly. And secondly, then incorporate all of the different learning styles within your speeches. And then thirdly, how to put that into practice within your stories in particular. So D is for dominance. The I is for influence. Now, the type of person who is good at influencing or the type of person who can persuade somebody or showcase a good argument. An influencer is someone who will be quite optimistic. They're often looking for a solution um, and they try to find a solution through support, through collaboration, through working with others. It's about relationships. Someone who is an influencer, um, doesn't mind being the centre of attention, but what they do dislike or what they don't want to avoid is is being ignored or overlooked. And to give you an idea of the type of people who fall into this category, this would be someone like Oprah Winfrey or the actor Will Smith, someone like Jim Carrey, the actor who's who's quite influential, or Bill Clinton in terms of the politicians. An influencer will be somebody who can persuade, showcase a good argument, but and will happily be the centre of attention, but wants to kind of focus on others and support and relationships in addition. The S of the DISC model is steadiness. And this is someone who has features that will be, they'll kind of be the type of person who's focused on cooperation, who's focused on being steady. Someone you might describe as dependable. They'll take things into consideration. They'll work at their own pace. They don't, someone who is focused on steadiness will not like to be rushed. Um, they'll be the type of person who is quite diligent, who's quite focused, who's driven, but um, steady and dependable is probably the best way to describe someone who falls into the steadiness category. They'll usually be quite calm, sincere. These will be people like famous people to describe the steadiness trait will be people like Gandhi, Mother Teresa, people like uh, Michelle Obama, Martin Luther King. They will be the type of people who fall into the steadiness category. That's the S. And then finally, we have the C category, which is conscientiousness. Now, this type of person might be the type of person who enjoys their own company, enjoys a little bit of solitude, likes working things out and working them out on their own. Um, someone who is quite diligent, who is really quite focused on detail and accuracy and data this is the type of person who will do everything within their power to make sure everything is perfectly right uh, maybe even a bit of a perfectionist and they will want to avoid at all costs getting anything wrong it's one of the biggest fears someone who is conscientious or a co- person with a, a trait of conscientiousness will be people like bill gates people like albert einstein Now, that doesn't necessarily mean only people who are a genius will fall into this category, but most people will have one of these, D, I, S or C, dominance, influence, steadiness or conscientiousness as their dominant trait. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody falls only into one category. You all, you know, that's it. Everyone will have a dominant trait and then some secondary and tertiary traits. Like for me, I remember completing the the DISC profiling um, as part of a training course and I was just shocked by the results of it. 
and it's really important that you firstly understand who you are what your personality style is you know which can often in turn help you to understand understand and identify your default delivery and presentation style it will spill over into your presentation style and it's important to know that firstly to know what your natural base is so that you can add in the additional layers to incorporate all of the other learning styles so I, when I last completed the DISC profile, and because I do think it can change slightly over time, my result was 99% influence. So that absolutely translates into my delivery style. My default is quite energetic, quite optimistic. You know, there's an undertone of wanting to show support and help people. I appear and come across as confident. I can comfortably be the centre of attention. I like using my relationships with other people to get my message across. And yeah, I don't want to be overlooked. I don't like if I'm part of a conversation and I don't feel like my voice is being heard. So that absolutely describes me to a T. So from those styles, which is your delivery style? I think it's really worthwhile having a little look and if you um, if you search for uh, free profiling tools, disc profiling tools, I would absolutely advise that you should do it and something that you should do quite regularly, I don't mean kind of weekly, but you know, if you do it maybe once a quarter, twice a year to see your style and how it does develop over time and it is something that you can focus on and that's the disc profiling and when you research and identify your style, you know, as with most things it's not completely cut and dried you know you will likely have traits of other areas one dominant trait and other areas within your profile and it may even be that when you complete your disc profile and that you actually come across as kind of quite evenly balanced between two different styles and that's absolutely fine the main point to know from this is that from a presentation a delivery from a, a public speaking perspective is that you will have a natural default, which means you'll likely connect more with people and communicate more with people who are similar in style in terms of personality. But then the, the question is, how do you then incorporate all of the other personality styles, all of the other learning styles? And this is where VACAD comes in. Now, it might sound bizarre that I'm um, training and teaching presentation and public speaking and delivery but there are so many psychological undertones to it that you need to understand in the right ways that you can convey yourself get your message across it's not just about standing on a stage and blurting words out so I think this is really important for us to all understand and honestly you will see a huge difference within your connection and your ability to adapt your style I'm not saying that you should change your default delivery style what i am saying is it's really good to incorporate some other um assets within your delivery in order to connect with other learning styles and this is as i say is where vacad comes in so vacad for those of you who are visual is v a k a and then a small d so if you imagine it's in capital letters as i'm right now it's v a k capital a small d now vacad profile is, is a system to identify different learning styles so it's less about your personality traits but more about your learning styles and as with your disc profiling each of us have our you know default or our dominant learning style and what i have noticed after having trained you know tons of people within public speaking is the way in which you deliver your speeches and your presentations and your pitches is likely to follow suit of your natural modality so if your natural modality the v stands for visual now a visual learner it's the type of person who learns and processes information through pictures, through images, through creating images within their heads when they're learning. Um, it might be someone who uh, remembers imagery or a process step by step. They'll often 
speak quite quickly. They'll focus on the way in which things look. They're quite visual people. They'll show their learning sides, both verbally and non-verbally as well, using this style. So what I mean by that is a visual person might use an image within their head to recall things, to learn things. They might remember the way things are written down. They might be the type of person who, you know, if you're learning style, let's say you're in a presentation, or let's say you're in an exam. If you're a visual person, you may sit down and you may have to close your eyes and visualize the piece of paper and where it is on a piece of paper, that, the answer to that question. But it ought that, that's your non-verbal style, obviously. But in your verbal style, you'll probably likely use phrases that showcase that you're a visual learner. So it might be that you use words or phrases like look, see, show me. You know, you might use check-in phrases like do you see what I mean? Oh, I get the picture. Those visual words will actually naturally come out within your delivery styles. That's the V of the VACAD system. The A stands for auditory and this is where the learner focuses on sound. Now this could be in any number of ways. It could be that you as a learner learn better using like verbal or auditory instructions. If someone tells you something you don't necessarily need to write it down you'll remember it by sound. It could be that you're the type of person who is easily distracted by sounds. You know the person who can hear someone clicking a pen you know two feet three feet five feet away from you even if someone else is talking in the room there's a presentation going on and all you can hear is that clicking of the pen this reminds me of recently actually on a speakers boot camp and uh, we were in a room i went on a speakers boot camp problem being my mentor and trainer there was maybe 10 or 12 of us within the room and we were all sat around a table and I decided to move from the table and sit on the sofa. Back was aching. I put my legs up on the chair. I got all comfortable. And Rob came to sit next to me. And as we were sat, he's delivering the train into the entire room. And I'm typing on my keyboard, typing all my notes out, being the diligent person that I am. And I don't know if you've ever been in that position where you can just feel someone's eyes just boring into you completely. And as I look to my right, Rob Moore sat there just glaring at me. And I don't know if you maybe noticed, he put a post out recently saying, I will give a million pounds to the person who can um, create a, a soundless and noiseless keyboard. And that's because I click, you know, typing on the keyboard, I click quite loud. Um, that shows that he's got auditory elements to his learning style. If you're an auditory learner, it may be that you focus quite a lot on words, on tonality, on language that are all really important to you as an auditory learner. Someone auditory might describe things by the way that they sound, whereas a visual person might describe things by the way that they look. An auditory person might use words and phrases, like it sounds to me like, you know, listen up. They might use phrases like, oh, that rings a bell. All auditory related sounds. Check-ins might be kind of, how does this sound to you? So an auditory person will have that as a dominant feature. That's the A of the VACAD learning system. The K is, stands for kinesthetic, often referred to as a kino. A person who is a kino is the type of learner who is focused on feelings. Someone who is kinesthetic will maybe use a, a softer tone when they speak. You know, they might um, focus on the way things feel or focused around the physicality of feelings even. So someone who is focused on feelings, when they're describing a situation, and let's link back to the story that we focused on in episode 33. When you're describing your story, you may describe, if you are a kinesthetic person, um, the way things felt. 
and as I walked on the sand I could feel the soft sand been between my toes a visual person might say and you would have seen the you know the, the bright sun casting off the beautiful blue ocean if you're an auditory person you'll likely describe it in auditory terms so walking across the beach and you could hear the lap of the waves and the birds tweeting in the distance can you see how one description can be so different in three different ways? And a kinesthetic person will often refer to things in the way that they feel, the way they make you feel. They might describe things to you in their presentations and their pictures in the way that you feel. So it may be that they use phrases like, oh, it feels to me like, or I need to get to grips with this, a physicality of the feeling. Keep in touch. Someone who is kinesthetic is, is focused on feelings and centered maybe that's you but maybe you're not that type of person who is kinesthetic maybe you're an auditory digital person and this is where the ad stands for so the capital a lowercase d auditory digital now sometimes people think this is focused on solely sound just like the auditory but it's just not an ad person is someone who is focused on detail and focused on systems they are worlds apart from the person who is kinesthetic. They're going to focus more on the information, on the data, rather than the feelings of things. A learner with an auditory digital style will benefit in their delivery or from your delivery, if we're looking at your perspective of it, from having things like systems on screens and deliveries in a PowerPoint presentation or having a step-by-step -step process or guide within the delivery for the presentations. They're going to use... Um, words that are more detail and data driven such as does this make sense let me think this through consider this let me process that information and that is an auditory digital person now you are likely through my explanations have identified which learning style or modality you tend to sway towards um for example me i am a very visual person this is always showing within my deliveries. So when I'm delivering presentations, both verbally and non-verbally, my visual process will show, my visual learning style. So that will show from the way that I dress. So I always wear brighter colours or I'll wear all black, but maybe put bright red lipstick on. Um, I write lots on flip charts because I'm visual. I unconsciously, subconsciously make the assumption that other people are. And this is what I mean by understanding and knowing your own natural style. I'm fully aware that there are different delivery styles, but you will likely revert to your own natural style. So I write a lot on flip charts. I show models, I show systems, things, because I learn through pictures. I learn through images. I learn through visual memory. So for me, that is often the way in which I convey my delivery. I've mentioned in previous episodes that when I learn a new process, I learn a new presentation, I'll write it down and I'll write it down in four different colours because that's how I remember it. I am the person I described to you earlier on who will sit down in an exam and I will visualise where on the piece of paper or where on the laptop the notes are. That's the type of person that I am and therefore when I deliver or when I present, that's my natural style. I'll have natural phrases, natural terminology. They become my go-to, my stock phrases. I'll say things like, do you see what I mean? Um, show me your hands if you get this because I want to see people's hands because I'm quite visual. However, not everyone is the same. And as such, you need to actively try and incorporate all of the different learning styles within your deliveries. So if we link this back to episode 33 now i've focused on story i've told you the system and the process and if you haven't listened to it go back to episode 33 and listen to the story and the importance of delivering your message through story but you'll likely tell your story in your natural default style whether that be visual auditory kinesthetic or auditory digital 
But what about the learning styles that aren't your natural go-to or your standard? How do you incorporate those? Well, right now, many people will be delivering their presentations online or using podcasts or social media. So for clarity, if you are listening to this at a later date, right now when I'm recording this, we are in the midst of coronavirus. Everyone is self-isolating. Everyone is on lockdown. So you'll need to bear this in mind when you're processing and and delivering your presentation. So right at this point in time, people are using a lot of online and not non-face-to-face, focusing on social distance and non-face-to-face. So social media, podcast, online deliveries. Now, while that's uh, taking the forefront at the minute, for your visual people, you can use visual imagery. So setting the scene, describing how things look, visually setting the scene so that people understand. So when you're explaining things, using images, flip charts, pictures in your presentations, for somebody who is auditory, you'll want to use sounds within your presentations. You know, you want to utilise your vocal range to explain um, a, a meaning or explain a process. You'll want to use your projection. You'll want to use your tonal range to change the mood. You can really connect with somebody specifically within your story um, and with your audience at certain points within your delivery just by lowering your tone, by slowing your pace down and really altering the impact of your speech. And you can change it up completely the other way, more energetic, more loud, faster paced will change the energy and the dynamic of your speech. And this is really important for your auditory learners checking in with your audience using phrases like does this sound good to you do you hear me that's how you'll bring into consideration your auditory learners what about your kinesthetic learners now remember if you have a default style you will naturally revert to this and i'm not naturally um, a detailed person but i will have to focus more on that in my delivery so you knowing what your natural style is really important and then therefore also knowing how you can incorporate the other styles so let's say for example you're not a kinesthetic person naturally you're not that type of person who describes things by the way that you feel well you might use words like do you feel me when you're explaining the message, when you're explaining information or concepts concepts within your delivery, um, it might be that you make it interactive so that people get to feel it and be a part of it. So, you know, brainstorming exercises, having people talk to one another, creating feelings and connections, using phrases that take into consideration the physicality of the um, kinesthetic learner. So things like grasp this concept Do you feel that you understand? Just by using a small little part of these, incorporating these within your speeches will make a huge delivery to get more of those people on side because you will naturally connect to people who are a similar learning style to you. And this is vital within all areas of your presentation, but specifically within your story as well. And then finally, we have your AD. Now, how do you incorporate someone who is an auditory digital person, someone who is a bit more kind of detail driven into your speeches? Well, You can do this um, by adding in more detail into your story. So you might even give information and data. You might even tell people what date it was. It was on the, you know, the 24th of June, 2006. It might be that you say the time or the time of year. You create less gaps within the, the data and detail within the story. It may be that you, you know, within your presentations, you add in graphs or um, systems or processes or charts, or you add in words like consider this, like the learning process. Do you understand? Does this make sense? Using the both the verbal and the non-verbal for each of the delivery styles, you can incorporate a huge amount of people within into your deliveries. 
Now, as I mentioned, this can be used anywhere within your presentations, within your pitches, within your deliveries. And at the start of this podcast, I suggested that this is particularly useful, specifically within your story, to bring it to life and connect with all of those different modalities within your audience. The important point to note is this. Each of us will have a natural default setting. So step one is to identify what that natural default setting is. Do your disk profile and identify, listen to the, the way that you respond to questions. Um, I've known people do this and I think it's a really great way of doing it for you to identify both for yourself and for your families is to ask the same question to different people. You could ask a really basic question around, you know, if you love holidays, what do you love most about holidays? And really take note to the way people respond. Because if someone says to you, oh, I love the feel of the sand on my feet and that warm feeling of the sun blazing down and you, they might be the type of kinesthetic person. If someone describes it visually, the way it looks, what they love to see, what they love to experience, they're likely a visual person. If someone tells you that they love it when it's X degrees in temperature on a holiday or, you know, that they get, you know, they're 17% more productive when they're away from business, they're, they're likely to be an auditory digital person. Someone who tells you the way it sounds, the way it makes them feel. They love the roar of the engine of the aeroplane before you take off. They love the sounds of the birds tweeting in the distance when you're on holiday and you go near the, you know, the, the lakes for your walks. That's likely to be an auditory digital person. So do this as an exercise and a task, firstly for yourself, because step one is to identify your default learning style and your default, therefore, delivery style. Be aware of it. Step two is to try to consciously add in words, phrases, sections of your delivery into your presentation to incorporate your lesser dominant learning styles or your non-dominant learning styles. So for me, that's adding in auditory and auditory digital styles because I'm pretty much a visual person and maybe adding a little bit more kinesthetic and that links perfectly into my 99% influence on the disc profiling. Identify what that is for you. Step two, to consciously add in words and phrases and it might feel a little bit awkward at first. It might feel a little bit contrived, but that's where step three comes in because this is where you practice it until you are natural. It might seem strange at first. It might feel, you know, if you're more an AD learning style, it might feel quite awkward to add in lots of kinesthetic phrases and incorporations into your delivery and vice versa. But like absolutely everything I've advised over the entire series of these podcasts, the more you practice, the more comfortable you get, the more natural it becomes. And I think it's so important that you understand your learning style and your delivery style to help you to connect further with those people who are just like you but to also reach those people who aren't your natural dominant learning style or your natural dominant delivery styles. It works all throughout your presentations, but it also works specifically within your story of your delivery. Hopefully that's been of use to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, presenting, pitching and public speaking. Thank you.